Hello and welcome back to Chapters. Thank you so much for joining me today. So today's episode and the next couple of episodes are going to be a little different. Why? Well, let me tell you. So especially during the summer, people are going on a lot of road trips or they're in airplanes flying places. And I know we can't do as much stuff right now, but things are starting to open up. So you might be going places and going to visit family, but you might be sitting in the car for a while. So that's why I'm going to be creating a series. So I'm going to be reading a book and I'm going to do like a couple chapters of the book in this episode. And then I'm going to do another couple chapters in the next episode and then another in another episode. So that way you can listen on your drive to a very long story instead of a ton of short stories. That way it's going to keep you busy the whole car ride and get that extra stress off your parents' backs. All right, so before we get into our story for today, let's do some stretching. All right, so for today's stretching, I had a cool idea. If you don't wanna participate in this, that is 100% okay, and you can just skip to the story. But for right now, what I want you to do is I want you to sit down in a straddle position. If you don't know what a straddle position is, it means you are sitting down on your bum and you're gonna spread both legs out so that way they look like a V. If we all know what a V looks like, then perfect. You're just gonna stretch it out and you're gonna like try to touch your toes and then you can kind of crawl down to the middle and see how far you can go without hurting yourself. Okay, and as we do this, my idea was that, hey, why don't I talk to you? And I know technically, and what I'm doing right now is I'm creating a video, a recording of myself talking, but when you guys hear it, it's like I'm talking to you. So I'm just gonna ask you how your day is, and you're gonna respond, and you can say whatever you want because I'm not gonna hear it. I'm just talking to you and you can talk back and we're gonna see how it works. So yeah, so how's your day? Is it going good? Is it not going good? Let me know. What are you gonna do today? Is it like nighttime already or is it morning? Or is it lunchtime? Are you in the car? Tell me what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, can you tell me two colors you are wearing today? Tell me two colors. That's cool. Two colors I'm wearing today is pink and orange. That's what I'm wearing. All right, now you just stretch in. You can kind of like Move your legs around a little bit and just like stretch it out. You can like bend one leg so that way your foot is by your other leg's thigh. And you kind of just lean towards it. Good stretching and then do the same thing on the other side. All right, good job. Now get in a comfy position and we're gonna listen to our story. All right, so today we are going to start the book 
Mac the Kid Spy, Mac Undercover, by Mac Barnett and illustrated by Mike Lowry. This is a chapter book for kids. If you have the book, it would be amazing if you got to read along with me, okay? So, let's start. Chapter 1, The Call. This is the house I grew up in. It's on the top of a hill in a little town called Castro Valley. That's a real place. You can look it up. This is really what my house looked like. My mom and I lived there. This is me. This is my mom. Since it was just two of us, I had a lot of responsibilities. I did the dishes, packed my lunches, cooked our dinners, washed the laundry, dusted, vacuumed, and cleaned our rabbits' lair boxes. I wanted a dog, but we had rabbits instead. It was also my responsibility to answer the phone. I liked answering the phone, even though it was never for me. One afternoon, the phone rang, and it was for me. It was the Queen of England. Hello, I said. Hello, she said. Can I speak to Mac? Speaking, I said. Mac, this is the Queen of England, she said. I would like to ask you for a favor. Okay, I said. Whenever somebody asks you for, for a favor, it's a good idea to ask them what the favor is before you say okay. But I'd never talked to a queen before, so I just said okay. Wonderful, said the queen. I will tell you a secret. Last night, somebody stole the crown jewels. No, I said. Yes, said the queen. This is the favor. You shall find the missing treasure and bring it back to me. Wow, I said. Yes, said the queen. This was very exciting, but I had a question. I have a question, I said. I hope it is a quick question, said the queen. Why me? The queen of England sighed. That's a terrible question. My teacher says there's no such thing as bad questions. The Queen of England frowned. I could tell she was frowning, even over the phone. That is just something teachers say in America. But I'm not a teacher from America. I'm a Queen from England. Oh, I said. Okay, but still, why me? I'm just a kid, and I don't even live in England. Castro Valley's in California. You know that if you looked it up. It's really far. Mac, said the Queen. You are the smartest kid in your class. You have straight A's in every subject, except handwriting. I'm working on that, I said. Then it's settled. You shall take the next flight to London. But tomorrow's a school day. I shall write a note, said the queen. But my mom will be worried about me, I said. I shall write another note, said the queen. Goodbye. She hung up. There was a knock at the front door. And when I opened, up, when I opened it, nobody was there but an envelope lay on our welcome mat for Mac Barnett's eyes only. I opened it because I was Mac Barnett. I still am. Inside the envelope was a plane ticket and a stack of colorful British money. It seemed like a lot of money. I couldn't tell for sure because I wasn't British and I'm still not, but I went upstairs and packed. Like a good spy, I packed light. I laid out some things on my bed. My Game Boy, three books, a toothbrush, a hat, a shirt, and a jacket. And my favorite blue jeans! It 
has a shiny metal button, a secret pocket. It's perfectly faded and there's a small stain there, but the knees are slightly ripped. Really, they were my only blue jeans. My mom bought me a pair at the beginning of every school year. Most kids in my school had many pairs of jeans, but my mom didn't like it when I told her that. Just be glad you have jeans, she would say. In Russia, jeans are banned. Banned? Against the law. Is that true? I would say. That doesn't seem true. But my mom insisted it was true, and she only bought me one pair of jeans. I put on my jeans, picked up my suitcase, and went downstairs. When I was walking out the door, the phone rang. Again. It was the Queen of England. Again. Hello, I said. Hello, she said. Can I speak to Mac? She answered. Speaking, I said. I forgot to tell you one thing, said the Queen of England. Be careful. This mission is extremely dangerous. Goodbye. Chapter 2 spy plane and that's how it happens one minute you're just a kid the next minute you're a secret agent for the queen of england one night you're doing a math worksheet the next you're flying to a plane to london you didn't even pack any and you didn't even pack any math worksheets it takes a long time to get to london from california we flew through the night the sky outside my window was black out on the wing, a big jet engine roared. I wondered how long the mission would take. It was Wednesday, and on Saturday, Derek Lafoy was having a karate birthday party. It would be nice to make it back in time for the party. Of course, I hadn't been invited to Derek Lafoy's karate birthday party, at least not yet. Probably because I was the only boy in my class who, didn't, who did not do karate for an after-school activity. Half the girls did karate too. It was the 1980s. Karate was a big deal. You can look that up. My mom worked late, so my after-school activity was extended after was extend, extended adventure after-school daycare. There wasn't much adventure. I was the oldest one in daycare by two grades. I did my homework and played chess against little kids until my mom came to pick me up. Sigh, checkmate, yawn, as it shows in the picture. But now that I was a secret agent for the Queen of England, I figured Derek Lafoy would definitely invite me to his party. Still, I hope my mission didn't involve any karate. I studied my fellow passengers. Maybe I was being followed. Good spies are always aware of the people around them. Why? I looked to my right. Why was the man behind me? Er, I looked behind me. Why was the man behind me wearing sunglasses on an airplane? Was it so I couldn't see he was watching me while he pretended to read the newspaper? What about that woman putting on perfume? Was her bottle really full of perfume, or did it contain knockout gas? And what about that baby? That baby had been staring at me for the past 10 minutes. Was that a regular baby or a spy baby working for the KGB? The KGB doesn't exist anymore, but when I was a kid, the KGB definitely existed. The KGB was a spy agency from the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union also doesn't exist, exist anymore. But back when there was a Soviet Union, the KGB meant... Okay, this is truthfully hard to say. Comment... Blah, blah, blah. It's Russian. 
They used a different alphabet in the Soviet Union. It's called Cyrillic alphabet. You can look that up. In, Eng- in English, KGB meant Committee for State Security, but it really means Soviet spies. Stealing the crown jewels seemed like exactly the kind of thing KGB would do, which meant, which meant that I could be flying straight into a face-off with the KGB. I was playing the danger, a dangerous game of chess against a Soviet spy, and I was much better at chess than karate. This could be very exciting. The man in the sunglass snored, but it sounded like a fake snore. The woman sprayed some more perfume, which smelled gross, like knockout gas probably does. The baby giggled. It was a cute giggle, but also sort of menacing. (sighs) I was too excited to sleep. So I did what I always did when I needed to quiet my brain. I took out my Game Boy, plugged in my headphones, and played Spy Master. Spy Master was my favorite video game. This is what the box looked like. It's blue with a secret spy on it, and it says Spy Master. This is what the game looked like. There was the controls, and there was my character walking down steps, trying to reach the other end of the room. I had two hearts left, and I was at 10,763 points. I know, I wish the graphics were better, but remember, this story takes place during my actual childhood, in the 1980s. I can't just make something easier because I wish things were different. Still, the box gives you a pretty good idea of how fun the game was. To beat a level, you had to sneak into the KGB HQ, steal some secret plans from the top floor, then parachute off the roof down into your convertible. The whole time, you had to avoid getting smashed by elevators or blown up by KGB men who threw sticks of dynamite. It was great. I had all hi- I had all 10 high scores. Mac 1, Mac 2, Mac 3, Mac 4, Mac 5, Mac 6, Mac 7, Mac 8, Mac 9, Mac 10. The best part of having a name that is three letters long is that it, the whole thing fits on the high score list of old video games. I was about to be my high score when somebody tapped me on the shoulder. It was the flight attendant. She was pushing a pushing she was pushing a big metal cart. She smiled and said something I couldn't hear because the theme to Spymaster was still playing loudly in my ears. I took off my headphones. Something to drink, sir? said the fu- said the flight attendant. A glass of milk, please, I said. She handed me a plastic cup. The plane hit a bump. Oh, said the flight attendant. She unlatched a tray in her seat in front of me and pulled the milk into a cup holder. Be careful. You don't want to spill milk all over your jeans. Thanks, I said. They're my only pair. Well, they're very nice, she said. Perfectly faded. I smile. They were perfectly faded. She set a plastic tray down next to my milk. Here's your dinner. I lifted a piece of tinfoil from the tray and found three raviolis, six green beans, and a cup of chocolate pudding. I poked a ravioli. Does this have cheese in it? I asked. But the flight attendant was already moving down the aisle. I ate the pudding first, then the ravioli. I didn't touch the green beans. There must have been sleeping powder in my pudding because then my vision swirled and then everything went black. There must have been cheese in the ravioli because I had really weird dreams. 
like a unicorn saving people, my underwear, aliens, a smiling hot dog, and me being unhappy at a birthday party. There must have been a thief on the plane because when I woke up, somebody had stolen my Game Boy. This was like, this is what my hands were like before I fell asleep. They were tucked in my hands nicely and I was holding them by the controls. And then my hands after I fell asleep were sitting there in the same position, but my Game Boy was gone. Chapter three, the tower. This is the Tower of London. As you can see, it is more than one tower. It is four towers tall, or it, is, it has four towers, and it has a flag on the top of each one. It has a wall that surrounds it, and it has lots of windows. The Tower of London is not a great name. The Tower Lon of London is a fortress. The oldest tower in the Tower of London is a tall white tower, which is called the White Tower. Good name. <laughs> The fortress was built in 1066 by a king who conquered England, who was called William the Conqueror. Also a good name. <laughs> William the Conqueror built the fortress and the tower to scare English people. Since that time, the kings and queens of England have used it as a place to keep stuff. Like weapons, money, prisoners, art, a polar bear, an elephant, a lion, and several other kinds of animals. Henry the, Henry the 11th, the 13th, kept many of his wives, friends, and relatives at the Tower of London before he chopped off all their heads. And for the last few centuries, the kings and queens of England have kept the crown jewels there too. And so, as soon as I landed in London, I took a taxi straight to the Tower of London to search for clues. The place was packed. Beefeards in blue and red uniforms told tourists stories of treachery, violence, and love. An old man held a giant camera up to his face. Two people with purple liberty spikes kissed against an ancient wall. There were kids everywhere. Kids standing near their moms and dads. Kids bunched up in social groups. Kids looking bored, listening to music on their Walkman. I did my best to blend in. Good spies are invisible. I checked a map and made my way to a building marked, marked Jewel House. The Jewel House's two huge doors were closed and blocked by two huge beef eaters holding two huge battle axes. My mouth was dry, but I swallowed hard, I swallowed hard anyway. Hello, I said. Hello said the guard on the right. Jewel house is closed today, Sonny, said the guard on the left. The crown jewels is being dusted. I knew the guard was lying to me, and so I said so. No, I said. There's been a robbery. I know, because the queen sent me. The guard on the right frowned. <coughs> clever one, isn't he? Too clever, said the one to the left. He must be the secret agent. I am, I said. Never been too fond of secret agents myself, said the guard on the right. I don't really like children, said the guard to the left. The guard on the right grimaced, and I don't get and don't get me started on Americans. I've I'd met plenty of people who said they didn't like children. For instance, my mom's boyfriend, Craig, said it all the time. But who didn't like secret agents? Wait, I said. 
Secret agents are great. Why don't you like secret agents? All that sneaking around, telling stories, playing tricks. <clears throat> Soldiering's an honest job. But you just lied to me right now about the dusting. I said. Look at him, said the one on the left. Clever, clever. They uncrossed their axes and opened the doors. I stepped through the entrance and into the dark. Chapter 4 Even though the fortress was full of towers, the crown... Oh yeah, chapter 4, Queenly Power. Even though the fortress was full of towers, the crown jewel was kept deep below the ground, down 49 steps along a dim hallway. I walked towards the scene of the crime. <clears throat> it was cool and quiet underground. The only sound was the squeak of my sneakers on the, snow, on the stone. The hallway ended in a doorway and a sign. The crown jewels, symbol of queenly power, the sign said. I passed into a room. There was a great glass case in the center of the floor. The case was lined in red velvet and lit from above. On pillows and pedestals shone treasure after treasure scepters, crowns, diamonds, which are a type of crown, daggers, tiaras, which are also crowns, and orbs. Everything was gold or silver and studied and and studded with gemstones that sparkled in the light. I stepped forward and gently laid a hand on the glass. I I was entranced. I was dazzled. But I was also confused. I thought she said the crown jewels had been stolen, I said to myself. I was alone in the room. Hello, someone said, someone said directly behind me. And that's, we're gonna, that's where we're going to end. All right. Please make sure to check out my next episode if you want to hear the rest of this story. Okay? It's definitely one that you should be listening to. Alright, so that is the end of our story. Um, so yeah, so what we're going to do for our activity today is actually kind of simple. So if you need a different activity or you want a harder activity to do, if let's say you're not in the car or a plane or wherever you are, then you can check out one of my other episodes and just skip to the end. But this um, this episode's activity is going to be, drumroll please, you are going to try to guess who is behind Mac and the end of our story, okay? I want you to try to guess who's behind him and let's see, who's behind them and how Mac will react. If it's a bad guy, let's say. Let's say a bad guy's behind him. Maybe he yells, ah! Or maybe it's, hmm, or maybe it's a guard and he says, I'm a spy. Or uh, no, he says, I'm a secret agent or something like that. Okay, try to be creative and guess who is behind him. And then in the next episode, you will find out when we read chapter five, okay? 
All right. Thank you so much for listening to Chapters and tune in next week for the rest of the story.